Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock. I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is June the 26th and we wish a happy birthday to Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, punk icon with The Clash, guitarist Mick Jones. Mick is 67 years old today. And we say a happy birthday to the lead singer with Berlin, Terry Nunn. She is 61 years old. But for today's big story, we go back 45 years to the final live performance from one of the biggest icons in the history of music. Yes, on this day in 1977, the King, Elvis Presley, made his last ever live stage appearance at the Market Square Arena in Indianapolis. Before the show, Elvis was presented with a plaque commemorating the two billionth record to come out of RCA's pressing plant. The final two songs he performed on this fateful night were Hurt and Bridge Over Troubled Water. Sadly, less than two months later, Elvis was dead. Now with me to talk about The King is a big fan and host of the Tramps Like Us podcast, Lee McCormack. And we started by talking about the fact that Elvis was as iconic and dynamic a performer as there ever has been. Oh man, there's just something about Elvis Presley, right? Mm -hmm. Besides the looks, the style, the clothes, uh, the haircut, the delivery, the way he held a guitar, the way he moved. It was the absolutely incredible voice he had, right? He could deliver a song better than anyone. That's what it is, right? You sing a song and you make the listener believe you. Boy, Elvis could sing a song. Whether it be a tender ballad or a rocker, right? he did it better than anyone ever did or will do. It's actually difficult to put into words. Right? There's just something really different and special with Elvis Presley. He was born to perform. It's one of those things. Right? He was actually more comfortable on stage than off. His longtime friend Jerry Schilling said something like, uh, Elvis was truly himself when he was on stage. Off stage, he was always trying to be himself. You know, take a look at Elvis on stage singing Hound Dog on the Milton Berle Show 1956. Then check out the 68 comeback special. Any performance from that, really. The, uh, the stand-up segment in the round where he's singing there in that black leather suit. The, uh, the sit-down jam uh, where he's got all, all the guys and they're playing those old Sun songs. Or the, the closing number, uh, If I Can Dream. Right? Then take a look at uh, Polk Salad Annie from Vegas, 1970. <laughs> right? then, then check out American Trilogy from Aloha from Hawaii, 1973. Right? You'll see the king in different stages of his career, different bands, different song genres, but all killer. Right? Unbelievable delivery of a song in his voice, in the way he moved on stage. He's captivating. What a voice. And sadly, though, by this stage, he wasn't kind of the Elvis that had wowed fans decades earlier, though, was he? His lifestyle and well, various other factors had really taken its toll, hadn't it? There are a lot of what-ifs with Elvis, right? A fascinating life and career. I'm still reading books about him, right? The mismanagement of the career by Tom Parker definitely hurt him creatively and artistically, while at the same time, he was very successful with Tom Parker, mm-hmm. right? They made a lot of money together. How do you argue the the value of creativity versus, uh, you know, dollars in the bank, mm-hmm. right? The publishing deals in place with the songs Elvis recorded ensured that, you know, they would be financially successful yet limited the quality of material that he would receive to record, right? Songwriters were hesitant giving songs to Elvis because they had to forfeit the publishing on it. Apparently, Elvis did not tour outside of America due to Tom Parker's status as an illegal immigrant. Who knows what would have happened had Elvis been able to tour the world and expand creatively? What if he had the freedom to collaborate with other artists and songwriters? Right? Springsteen famously had been trying to get fired at Presley to record 
in uh, like 1977. You know, I would have loved to hear that. You know, he would have sang that so good. What if Elvis had abandoned the movie career in favor of challenging the British invasion, the soul, and the hard <laughs> rock bands in the 60s? Right? Who knows? You know, he just could not operate on the same level as contemporary artists. Right? The fame was too crazy. The money machine was too big. And he was the first to ever do this. Right? He's in uncharted territory. Right? He's paving the way for everybody. I can't imagine what it must have felt like to be Elvis Presley then. During the 60s, and especially later in the 70s, he became isolated in his own world, right? First making films, later making records, touring the States and relaxing with friends and family at Graceland in Memphis and his house in California. You know, but he's Elvis Presley. You know, in the 70s, you know, there was always great music and great performances throughout it all. You know, I encourage you to check out his version of Unchained Melody from one of his uh, uh, final performances in June 77. You know, he would perform this song alone, accompanying himself on the piano. Uh, you know, he's out of shape. He's physically not what he once was. Uh, but the voice remains, you know, strong. It's incredible. It's chilling. It's a chilling clip, right? And knowing that he would pass away at age 42, you know, shortly after this, you know, makes these performances, you know, that much more poignant. I've watched these clips, you know, hundreds of times and I always roll a tear, right? It's sad, but beautiful. But the voice remains, right? That amazing voice. Yeah, I wish he would have been able to take a break from it all. You know, fire Colonel Tom, take 10 years off, disappear, Get your mind and body healthy, and then come back ready to rock and roll. Give us the 88 comeback special or something. <laughs> but, the, but the music remains. You know, some of the greatest ever produced. Yep. I consider myself very fortunate to have been around at the same time as the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley. A big thanks to friend of the show, Lee McCormack, there for joining me again. Check out his podcast, Trumps Like Us, which is available on all good podcast platforms now. Well, that's it for June the 26th then. I'll be back tomorrow with episode 68 of Vintage Rock Pod with another big name guest for you. So, until then, take care.